Oh, well, look at here. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, He's not guys. supposed to be here. <laughs> Dan's not supposed to be here. He's supposed to be in the green room, man. <laughs> he snuck out. Look, get the all parents had a hard time with you, keeping you locked up, huh? <laughs> well, hey, guys. It's Dan. Cannon. And Cannon. Dan Wheeler. And Dan Wheeler. Great show tonight. Look, we just revamped our website. If you want to see the show later, you want to watch it live, you want to listen to it on your favorite podcast platform, go to myfencelife.com. All the links are there, YouTube, Spotify, Apple. It's Tons everywhere. of great content just being loaded every day. Yeah, man. And every look, day. Same, thing, same thing with uh, with uh, Dan Wheeler. He's got a podcast, uh -huh. Fence Industry podcast, and uh, he's on a bunch of platforms, huh? How many platforms? All major platforms, so I don't know. There's quite a few, so anywhere podcasts are found. Yeah, I just I just signed up us for uh, iHeartRadio. So, well, yeah. hey, so I'm excited uh, to have Dan Wheeler here. Dan Wheeler, the host, the founder of the Fence Industry Podcast, the first, the first podcast in the fence industry. I don't say the first and only. He says the first and only. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I changed that this morning. I changed it this morning. Yeah, man, yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Hey, um, let's let's. Uh, if you're going to be here with us tonight, uh, we got a couple of rules. Um, first, go ahead, and grab yourself a cold one. We're not going to talk too serious for about two more minutes. All right, so go grab you a cold one. And if you're here, let us know you're here. Say something in the comments. Tell us who you are. Tell us where you're from. Uh, if you're a regular, we probably know. Uh, Camera Phillips, just send your comment pop up here in the, to the right. Uh, we need to start showing these guys' comments here. We got Joseph Rivers, first comment of the night. Uh, Joseph, drop your uh, drop your mailing address in the comments or, or send us a message. We're going to send you something uh, for being the first comment tonight. Dan, Blanc, that's your job to figure out what yeah, that yeah. is. Anything I got, I got some Fence King koozies, man. You can send them that. Hey, I'll, I'll one-up, Cannon, I'll one-up Dan. Uh, Joseph, you DM me, and I'll send you a T-shirt. Send me your size, too. Man, we don't, don't be coming up in here in our house promoting <laughs> like that now. Oh, man. Where did this guy come from? Hey, Nathan Downs is in the house. Yeah, Dan Wheeler, and I can hear you guys counting down. Um, he can probably hear Dan Blount breathing in the background as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yes, Kevin, me, bro. Kevin Nelson of Panama City, Florida. I think it's Panama City Beach, actually. A little jealous. Oh, Kevin. Saw so Kevin this week, man. He had the um, what's the name of that puller thing, the blue thing? Anyway, with a quick pull. It's missing a letter, I think. Dude, yeah. I watched that whole video, and I was like, "All right, is he gonna get this thing out this concrete pad or not?" That sucker pulled it out. I was impressed. I, I need to get out and make money. Take my money. Cameron Phillips is here. What's up, Cameron? Cameron's out there getting after it, man. Good guy. Um, matter of fact, uh, Cameron texted me and said that he just signed up with uh, Benji over at CleverFox.online to do his website and all his marketing. So he's about to level up big time, big time. Hey, yeah. Are we talking about Cameron? Yeah, we're on to Alex. Yeah. Alex, Alex just joined the AFA this week. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Alex, welcome to the AFA family. <laughs> it looks, uh, like, looks like Dan's dad's name is Bonnie. How you doing, Dad? <laughs> oh, for real? Okay. Dan Senior. 
right, man. Nice, nice. It's gonna be fun, man. I'm I'm in my dad's office right now, so I'm sure he's loving it. Yeah. All right, bro. So, um, are you gonna ask about my day, Dan? What? Are you gonna ask about my day? Oh, Cannon, how'd your day go? <laughs> man, my uh, day was freaking awesome. How about yours? <laughs> my day went good, man. I actually went through a whole day without hearing about your TikToks or getting a TikTok sent to me from Cannon. <laughs> If y'all y'all need to go follow your boy on TikTok, let's just get it out the way right now. Go follow Cannon Johnson on TikTok. What's what you what you call sign a username? Look, or? it's super simple. It's at which is everybody's first letter. Right. Jackson Fence Co. Co. Jackson Fence yeah. Co. Go follow your Jackson. boy. So look, my TikTok right now is kind of hot, guys. I gotta say this. This is this is this is something special. I don't know why, uh, but I enjoy it and. Very easy to make. Look, JR even says he's a fan of Canon's TikTok. JR, thank you. Dan, <laughs> we need to send JR a gift. JR, send your uh send your, your, your mailing address over to Dan Block and Dan's gonna send you a koozie. Thank you, Dan, for sponsoring <laughs> the giveaways tonight. Uh, but hey, TikTok is, is cool. And, and listen, this is this is what's funny, guys. I, I'm actually like um kind of a big deal. Uh, no, that's not what I'm gonna say, but look. In 2022, that's 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 the that's the world we are in, right? Things are changing. Okay, I went through a thing this this, this past year with the Chamber of Commerce here, and we got to listen to a lot of guest speakers, and I got really annoyed because there's a lot of PowerPoint presentations. Okay, and there's nothing that Canon hates more than a freaking PowerPoint presentation, and a, a person will get in front of you for an hour sometimes with a slideshow behind them with millions of letters right and and read it to you and the problem is they're not even passionate about it and mm -hmm. so we had we had to give feedback of, of our journey in this chamber of commerce deal which was a good thing don't get me wrong uh but my, this is my feedback look we live in a world where people are, are learning and getting educated from 20 second tiktoks yeah for real like a 60 minute PowerPoint, that's that's not where we are anymore. And you're not gathering, you're not getting anybody's attention by doing that, you know. Uh, yeah, man. But like for real, in 20 seconds, man, you can learn how to tie a ratchet strap, you can learn how to finish a ratchet strap, you can learn how to like uh uh respool a, a, a MIG welder, like all kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> 20 seconds on the Westbrook rip. Westbrook rip. I, I've been learning how to finish concrete on TikTok, believe it or not. It's a good, it's a great platform. Uh, uh, Jr. says he wants a Jr. Uh, a JFC hat. Uh, uh, hmm. I see. There you go. Those are nice. Nice got one. Look so here. man, um, here's a trick, man. I don't take the stickers off of mine. That way, when I, if I get if I give you one, you don't know if it's used or not. <laughs> you know what I mean? I had a good day today, man. I, uh, matter of fact, I was on the phone with uh, Rachel over at My Salesman today. And uh, by the way, if y'all are My Salesman customers, her customer service is top notch. Dan, you got you got My Salesman? Do you use it? Uh, no, we don't. No. Nope. Man, I tell you what, Rachel knows her stuff over there. She always responds to my emails, gets back to me. But uh, anyway, um, was talking to her today, and working on some things with my salesman trying to make it even better. They're hooking up with ArcSight. So I had a I had a busy day, man. Tax attorney, CPA. A lot of stuff going on. 
So, but look, man, let's get to uh, let's get to Dan Will. Nope, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet. I think I didn't do it. I didn't do a good job. We asked me how my day was again. (laughs) I didn't do. I didn't. I didn't handle that right. Cannon, how was your day? Man, it was freaking great. You want to know what I did? Uh, what did you do, Ken? We hung a freaking sixty foot long cantilever gate. Okay. It was built here in our shop by JFC. Now, how did Adam. you how did you pick that thing up? Woo! There's actually video evidence, and that will be a TikTok, and I'm I'm <laughs> guaranteeing six figure views. Okay. Oh. <laughs> but look, so look, we built this gate in two pieces, right? Because originally we had anticipated hauling it that way. It's hard to find something that can haul a 60-foot anything, right? So over the weekend, we found a guy's like, I'll haul it, you know. I got to get a permit, but I can haul it, you know. And sure enough, he could. So uh, the guys at the shop, they spent their day yesterday finishing this gate, putting it back together, you know, and building this freaking amazing bow brace so look i'm gonna tell you something this is cool so this gate is built out of two and a half inch schedule 40 tubing okay and you think if you build fence you build a lot of chain link fence you picked up a eight foot long two and a half inch schedule 40 anything that's pretty solid but just wait you make that joker 60 foot long it's almost like a rope mm-hmm. yeah wow, so and we could pick it up before we had the bow brace on it, and it was like a sled, like insane. So we, uh, I'm saying we, like I didn't do anything here. You know, I can't, I can't do anything when it comes to that kind of stuff. BJ and Mike built this freaking incredible bow brace, okay? And it's so incredible that that gate. It took twelve of us to pick it up and load it on the semi trailer. And the semi-trailer, as you know, has a big a bow in it itself by design, right? right? So we put this gate on that bowed-up um, semi-trailer. In the middle, it's touching. Dude, it, it lies perfectly flat. On this end, it's like 10 inches off the ground. On that end, it's like 10 inches off the ground. Had we done that without that bow brace, that thing would have laid on there like a limp noodle, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and what we didn't want to do is we didn't want to have to build that brace on site, you know? So the fact that we could find somebody to haul it for us meant that we could we could we could complete that gate inside of a controlled environment. And the only difficult part would be loading it up. You know, we don't have a sixty foot wide door here. I, mean, I hate to say that, but we don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those got to come out long ways. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's that's what we did. We have enough people, and uh, we don't know what it weighs. I was like, hey, look, if everybody can handle hundred pounds, uh, that gives us like twelve hundred pound lifting capacity, and we did it. So. Uh, anyways, it went off without a hitch. Uh, we picked it up. Uh, so this is at a John Deere uh, dealership. They got tons of forklifts. I said, "Hey guys, I need a forklift." They said, "Well, do you, which forklift would you like?" I said, "No, do we have one?" I said, "Yeah, well, we got one that picks up three thousand. We got one that picks up sixty thousand. I was like, "Oh, I think I'll take the sixty thousand one." Well, I didn't need that, but it's like, why not, right? Pick <laughs> yeah. up the truck and everything. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. Uh, so, anyways. Uh, it came off without a hitch. Uh, it was a little jerky there. We 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 put not one but two straps on it because safety first, right? Uh, if something happens, the one strap breaks or doesn't hold or whatever. We don't want it to come crashing down. So we put two on there. Um, and my dude, I was very very proud. 
But anyways, enough about me. I had a great day. Dan, thank you for asking. Um, what Are you not going to ask me about my new background? <laughs> what, where are you at, Dan? Are you not at home? Where are you at? I am not, man. We actually, uh, that's why you see some white splotches on the wall. We still got a little sheetrock repair left to do, but. Um, Where's yeah, the splotch? Is it, is it over your right shoulder? Somewhere. Yeah, over there. I thought that was like a, a glare, a light glare. Anyway, I don't know. They're on there somewhere. See I see it. Yeah, I yeah. see it. Yeah. So we uh, we rented rented about I don't know how many square feet I got here. I don't know. We got seven offices. We renovated the whole thing, painted, sheetrock repairs, new carpet, everything. Man, we got seven well six offices. We took the seventh office that backed up to a bathroom and made that seventh office a break room, tapped into the plumbing. So now we got a little kitchenette, refrigerator, break room. So we have uh, six offices, man. Five of them are all self-enclosed. And my assistant Kirsten's in kind of a reception area that we're going to turn into a mini showroom. We don't have that much room. Uh, one of the offices will become my podcast slash Facebook live room. Oh, wow. So, and I'll Fancy. be I'll be doing zooms from in there. Um, so yeah, man, it's it's awesome. We uh, it's nice. We just got these. I was telling Cannon before the show, we got these um, desk phones from Simply, the DOIP that we use. Man, these suckers are nice, bro. I'm loving those. Um, got my nice setup. I was showing y'all earlier. I got I got the Josh Glover setup now, man. You know. Show me your desk, Dan. Um, I don't know yeah, if I maybe. can get thing to move. Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, my desk is... So, yeah, so I've got three monitors going right now. Can't really see us. My cord won't let me go any further. The three 34-inch ultra-wides. I actually have white screens up. They give me light on my face because... Uh, I don't, I'm not set up like I need to be, but I'm making Hit the it. button, Dan. That's what he's talking about. Yeah, the butt and the up and down. Ah, <laughs> uh, so yes, yeah, so I got this badass desk. It's called an uplift. Let's do it. No, 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 no. Yeah, let's do, let's do it. This sucker will raise four feet in the air. It's pretty, pretty badass. It's ridiculous, what it is. Uh, sit or you can stand and work. Redonkulous. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty insane, man. So I can stand here and work. I get tired of standing. I can sit, vice versa. It's a pretty awesome setup, man. So uh, and Nathan Down says it sounds awesome. Do you mean his audio quality or just like the way he's describing it? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, we bought, we decked out these offices. We're, uh, we're loving it. We're loving it. Matter of fact, I see Tony Thornton saying good evening. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Tony's supposed to come visit us in the next couple weeks. Look, it's always a good evening when Tony's here. Yeah, it is. It is. So, Dan Block, enough about you. Uh, let's talk about this other guy. And, but, I, but I do want to say, because you guys laughed last night, and I think you guys might laugh again. And then I'll shut up for a little while. And, Dan Wheeler, you're going to tell your story, your fence story. Who is Dan Wheeler? And what's his fence life about? But guys, I gotta tell you something. I know 
When I logged in and I seen Dan and Dan, <laughs> I said, boy, it must be true. There's two types of guys in this world. There's Dan's, and then there's guys that want to be Dan. <laughs> but I ain't neither one. I haven't seen you watching. Yeah. So, all right. So, what's your story, man? You grew up in the fence business, huh? I did. You know, uh, my story is super common to a lot of guys. I'm, you know, going on second generation fence company. This year, my dad has been in business 37 years, so it's wow. been a while. Um, you know, uh, my mom's a secretary. My dad does all the sailing, all the estimates and the ordering and stuff like that. I'm in the field six days a week. Um, I'm out there with the crew, and uh, I'm absolutely 100% hands-on. So, Well, you, uh, if you, they've been in business 37 years, how old are you? I'm 34. Oh, wow. So they had it before you were born. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Awesome, man. He didn't yeah. have a choice, Dan. <laughs> Did not have a choice. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's if you if you were born in it, you just know. Like I knew, you know, growing up, I was the youngest of five, so I knew you know, you know, like Joe Everest always says, like I knew my time was coming, or I knew <laughs> I was gonna work in the fence company. I wanted to. That was you know, I, I was eager to. It wasn't like, hey, you have to go and do it. it no, it wasn't like that. Like, I was um, biting at the bit to get out in the field, and any chance I could, I was in the field, so. Yeah, that's how my uh, my middle son was. Mm -hmm. My middle son, man, if I left the house to go on a fence estimate after he was home from school, he was in a truck waiting on me. Mm -hmm. you know? Saturdays, holidays, same thing, man. He was ready to go. You Absolutely, know? yeah. So, so 30, 30, so later. So, Dan, what do you think, Dan Wheeler's first job? Uh, it was it, is it Riverside Fence? I'm River sorry. City Fence. River City. I'm sorry. What his first job was? What did you do first? Probably picking up trash. Hey, I'm pick saying up hot Pick up the scraps, throw them on a trailer, clean up, <laughs> grab buckets of water, or, or get that bucket and bring it over there and start filling it with water. Somebody will come get it. That's mm -hmm. It sounds all that sounds about right. Yeah. Go grab a uh, shovel. No, not that shovel. That's a flathead. We need a spade. You got the wrong shovel. Get the concrete shovel. That's not the shorthand. Yeah, yeah. Yep. David Mueller says, I know how you feel, Dan Wheeler. So mm -hmm. David is part of Team Blue here. He's freaking awesome. He 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 grew up in the fence industry, you know? Mm -hmm. And now he works here. Like you know how lucky we are. Like we've got mm -hmm. we, we've got our own little Dan Wheeler here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey David, thanks for thanks for the comment. Welcome to the show, dude. So so yeah, tell us how when did this start? Like what, what I mean, did you ever have another job? Like tell us how, how you know happened? uh you know growing up just like everyone else, you know my dad kind of worked me out when I was in my very early twenties and where I'm at because you know um most dads don't want the son to take the business over because of the headache, the stress, all that, you know, you can go on and on and on employees, the whole thing. So I actually, um, in my area, John Deere is local to us. So, um, where they started, we, they are in my area. So I had six years there as a, a welder in the fab part in Davenport, Iowa. So I welded, uh, like loaders and stuff like that. The big booms, big stuff like that. Um, for six years. And, Davenport. Uh, is that is that Eastern Iowa? 
Yeah, right on the river. So that's I'm on weird. the. That's where the antique the the pickers are. You know, and you know Leclerc, Yeah, they're about twenty minutes from me up in oh, Leclerc. Okay. They're quad the cities, though, right? Yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. Yeah. So that's about thirty minutes away. So I had six years there. Um, I learned a lot there. I always tell people, and it's funny, Cannon. When I was in college, I worked at Lowe's. I know you worked at Lowe's. So like, I learned a lot there. I learned a ton at John Deere, and I always tell people I would never not do that again because. Um, I learned so much about 5S at John Deere. I learned so much um, mm -hmm. how to talk to people at Lowe's and you watch those little cheesy videos yeah. on how to approach people, how to just, they're cheesy, but if you take them to heart and now I kind of look back and like they work, you know, they wouldn't be spending all the millions of dollars it takes to do that, um, to do that. And it does work. So um, mm -hmm. I, I brought a lot into the fence company learning from those two situations. Exactly. A lot, a lot of HR stuff too. I, I learned the crap that HR stuff. It looks right. You know? Yeah, yeah. When Cannon and I first started talking, you know, a year and a half or so ago, um, there was a lot of Lowe's conversations we had. Hey, man, at Lowe's, you know, they used to tell us this, and they used to do this. And let me tell you how they did this. And I see you a lot of business yeah, business today. Sorry, I get excited. Go ahead, Dan. <laughs> Go ahead, man. What are you saying? I'm done. I was gonna say you, you know about the attorney situation. Remember, remember I tell you about how, how does Lowe's handle? Oh yeah, I use that all the time. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a good one. Oh, you, oh, I'm gonna. This is this is what we learned there. I'm gonna call my lawyer. My lawyer, you will hear from my attorney. Yada yada. Listen, if that's the case, that's cool. I'm no longer here to help. Mm -hmm. yeah. Have your person call my person. No, I'm sure they're working out. I can no longer help you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, real quick, that they just talking a bunch of bull. No, no, no. Exactly. I, I, no, no. I'd, I'd rather deal with you. I'm just, you no. Know, I'm, I'm upset. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, all right. So, 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 uh, Dan Wheeler was a was a was a welder for John Deere, um, in the quad cities. And Dan Wheeler, I was I lived in Quincy, Illinois for a short period of time, like two hours. Oh, okay. Out. I don't know. You know where that is? I've heard of it. I don't think I've ever been there, but yes, I'm very familiar with the name. Yes. Okay. Um, and then you also worked at Lowe's when I was in college. Yep. Yeah, did you bleed? Did you bleed blue? Did you ever say that when you worked there? No, no, <laughs> I did. That's terrible. All right. So, 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 like me, you hated Lowe's and you started fencing, right? I, uh, I, yep. I went to Deer, and then uh, factory life is a lot different than when you're working outside with your hands every day, man. You know, um, you want to talk about putting hundreds and hundreds of people in a box. And some have bad attitudes, and that bad attitude just wears on other people. Um, that will take a, a high energy guy like yourself, Cannon. Um, that's you know always a smile on his face and love and loving life, and that would drop that morale so fast. So I knew I had to get out. I knew it was it was coming. Um, the money is very good there. I'm not gonna lie, um, but I, I just that was not my future, and I knew it. Um, Again, I love working outside. So every spring, like this time of year, you know, when you walk out of work, you don't see the sun all day long. You walk out and then, you know, you breathe in that fresh, crisp, clean air. And when I was, you know, welding all day, it's like, I got to get back to it. And, yeah. you know, you'll work your way back. And I worked my way back into it. Hmm. Look at Tony Thornton knowing where Quincy is. I'm sorry. Tony Thornton, look at you knowing what the Golden Triangle is, dude. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's Adams County, dude. So it's Adams County, uh, Brown County, and and oh, 
goodness. Anyway, it's the golden triangle for Whitetail Deer. And Tony Thornton, you're, you're, you're freaking out. Love that guy. He knows. So I'm in I'm in Whiteside County. Have you heard of Whiteside County, Illinois? No, no. That's where you live now? Yeah. So the business is in full. And it's a lot of confusion because I'm right on the river. So the business is in uh, the Mississippi. Okay. So we're in Fulton, Illinois. So I'm in Whiteside County. And then, you know, we work in Iowa and Illinois just the same, 50-50. Um, and then Clinton, Iowa and Clinton County is on the other side of the river. And we're just a mile from the river. So Are you north or south of the Quad Cities or right across? I, I am about 35 minutes north. North. Okay. Yep. So if you take the river road up, um, you'll run right into me. A lot of windmills yeah. in your area. And right on the Mississippi. So for fence tech, he just floated down, man. Yeah, I could have. I know what P. Orier is. You're not too far, right? Not too far. I think it's uh, just over an hour away. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Okay. So, uh, so you worked with you worked for John Deere, mm -hmm. right? Yep. And you were like, I got to get out of here. Right. So, uh, how'd that conversation go with Pops? Was it easy? Um, or was he like, I was wondering when the hell you were going to decide. <laughs> You know, everything happens for a reason, Dan. I'm a true believer in that. I think uh, everything in my life prior to that, working at Lowe's, learning that kind of culture, and then working at Deer and learning everything that I learned there. Because um, when I worked at Deer, I was like a lead man. So I literally talked to people from every corner of the earth through like mm -hmm. an interpreter. So mm -hmm. I learned so much stuff. That's why I would never not do that again. Um, when I came to the fence company, my dad would it was in a big kind of transition phase. I, in my eyes, um, not a lot of great employees. We had a lot of employees, but not a lot of great ones. It was like a schedule two. hopefully one shows up type deal. Um, we just weren't in a good spot when I came in and I brought, you know, the two words company culture into the business. Um, when you can find one other guy to kind of jump sh on your ship and then the other guys see that they're either going to work themselves out, Mm -hmm. Or they're going to come on board and really make something, you know, good, something different, change, change the old habits, the old ways. And um, so he was at that turning point and I was at that turning point in my life where I had to get out of there. So it just it just came together. I don't want to say flawlessly, but like it was meant to be at that time for both of us. OK, so how'd the conversation go? When you're like, Pop, I'm done with this. I want to come work for you or was your dad like, so you ready to quit that job and come to work? <laughs> you know, I think I was like on the uh, back of, we we're on the back of one of the tailgate of the truck or something like that. And, uh, you know, like I was ready and I think he knew sometimes you don't have to say anything, Dan. It's just, it just happened. Like you just both know, like, I think it was spring. It was like no employees. It was hitting the fan, like just like we are this time of year. And uh, I was ready. You know, I'm biting at the bit, foaming at the mouth when I'm out. Because when you're not outside, we're outside every day now, us three. You know, we're building fences. But, you know, when you go from a factory life, dude, it's just you don't see the sun. You work six days a week. You know, in the winter where I'm at, you don't see the sun for until Sunday. You know, it's yeah. I was done with that. I can't I can't have that. Well, let me tell you what Dylan did to me. So I'm in like desperate need. And Cannon, Cannon, I think Cannon and I were friends at this point. Maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I'm like, look, you need to come to work for me. I laid out a business plan for him. This is what I had planned. This is my idea, what I want to do. Is it going to happen this way? I don't know, but this is the plan. Let's see if we can make this work. 
he made me wait like three months, man. <laughs> and I was like, my God, is this kid going to come to work for me? I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Drug it out. Drug it out. Finally, he's like, all right, I'm going to come. Up. It was like two months, but I got to give my other job a month. I don't want to leave until such and such. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then we would count the days down. And, uh, yeah, it was it was torture. <clears throat> Excuse me, because I needed him so badly. Mm-hmm. And I knew what he could bring to the table, and I knew where we could take things, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he really came to the table with more than I even expected, you know. Good, good. But yeah, that's I what he did. I wish I could have been sitting on a tailgate going, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. See you, Monday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm paying attention, but I also just realized that my uh, logo's backwards, and I can change it. You got to hit the mirror button on the camera. Oh, I like that. In the settings. Yeah. That better. Ooh, that's nice. So, so, you, go to work, so you go to work with dad and what happened? Wait, somebody, company, company, company culture. I want to hear all about that. About What's what? that? Company culture. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you when we started Jackson Fence, this is what I said. And I'm going to shut up. I want to build a company that I've always wanted to work for. That's not money. That's not uh, easy. That's not like I want to come in and have a good time, right? That's what we're trying to do. So I want to hear like all about that company culture and and, and how all this is, is is shaping up. Cannon, the I think the first thing in a business you have to. Um, you have to build company culture. And this is why it's the most important thing in my eyes. Employees are your business. You can and Johnson can't be everywhere at every job doing every little thing. So mm-hmm. you have to have uh, an employee, a team member that's learned everything he could from the real Canon Johnson and, and implement that as best he can. Mm-hmm. Now, a great employee takes care of just so much more than installing fence. They do the little things. A great employee takes the trash out for you. That's one last thing. The great employee takes care of your tools and less tools get damaged, lost, have to be repaired. Someone has to go buy them. It's not so much the, the tool cost, but Canon has to order them on the internet or go down to the store to buy them. It's on Canon's time. It's not their time. A great employee um, will take care of those small things for you. And that's like... Uh, my biggest thing is if you can figure that out, all the uh, great employee will help take care of all the little things, and the big things will just go away. The big headaches, the big issues. Um, they'll constantly try to strive to be better, put pickets up straighter, faster, the nails in a straighter line, um, run grade better, whatever it is. They're going to treat that customer's yard like their own yard or Cannon's yard. Um, they're going to know, oh, Cannon's not going to want me to do that here or this there. They're going to go above and beyond. And if you can get that in, I don't want to say drilled in your, your team members' heads, but if you can build a culture where that's just like so common from employee to employee, I really think any business can just take off. That's my mm. personal opinion. We, like we were talking, we didn't have the greatest employees. And when now my employees, they think like that, Canon, they they really, honestly, uh, the, I was thinking about this last week, like they do the hiring now. We found one great guy, bragged, loved his job, yada, 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 in his free time, brought in another great guy. 
that great guy bragged, talked to his friends in free time, loved it, brought in another great guy. Mm. And now I got another. That's how it works. I don't do any hiring. It's kind of crazy. We haven't, between myself, my mom, and my dad, we have not hired any guys other than the very first one, the very first great one. Um, and honestly, that's 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 company culture to me. I love it. I freaking love it. If, if you can figure it out, Cannon, that's um, – I heard someone say in a podcast like last year, they're like, what's your biggest issue? Well, my biggest issue is employees. I can't find employees this, can't find, find employees that. Then why aren't you working on the company culture? Then if that's your biggest problem in your business, then why aren't you focusing your most time on it? Because mm -hmm. if you figure that out, will that not iron all the wrinkles out in the, in the company? You're dang right. You're dang right. You're dang right. So look, for us, uh, you talk you talk about that one. Mm -hmm. so we hired one, and we've not done it since. You know, we have. However, I'm a firm believer. You got to have that one person. You know, right. you got to have that one person who's like so freaking awesome that like you just know like they got your back. They understand the mission. They love the mission. They are the mission, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when you said that first one, like all you're thinking about was my guy Brandon. Yep, he's my first one ever. He's still with me. Mm -hmm. I was just in the truck with him an hour ago for two hours straight. I was with him in the truck, and I loved every minute of it. Five years later, I still love hanging out with Brandon. And it's mm -hmm. like we're not working; we are working. We accomplish a lot of stuff really freaking fast. But it's like we're hanging out. It's fun. Alex Harris, his guy's Christian. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> but I have that one guy, Brandon, you know, and I know. Not to sound like I'm using Brandon. I love Brandon. Like, I want to be very, very liberal. But I also know if Brandon believes in me, others can also believe in me, you know. Mm -hmm. And Brandon is a, for me, this is what's really nice. He's a really likable guy. You know what I mean? And so it's like, you know, if 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 it's hard to if 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 this new idea that I know has to happen, has to work, it will work. It's the right way to go, go right way to do things. If this is a hard sell, I really just gotta sell it to Brandon. Mm -hmm. Because if I believe it and Brandon believes it, and we're all saying this, everybody's like, Yeah, absolutely. Right. You know what I mean? And it's not tricking people, it's just like I don't know, man. People radiate it's, towards positivity and culture. And, exactly. You know. It's that attitude switch or change. You've got to drop the negativity because that one negative sore will bring back down. Just like I told you in that factory life, it just takes one person with a negative attitude that just likes to nitpick. It'll bring everyone else down. Um, and that's, man, if you have that that team member and if, if, he, if you pay, have painted that dream, painted that goal, and he's on board with it, man. That's all it takes because um, it's contagious. It's mm -hmm. contagious. Who wouldn't want to have fun at work? Who wouldn't want to feel like they have, um, like, like mm -hmm. they're they have, they're kind of free at work to kind of do as they please because they know they're gonna get the job done. And they know they're gonna be at Cannon Johnson standards. Um, who wouldn't want that? Um, you know, it's just it's one of those things, man. When once you get that ball going, it's that snowball effect, as I call it. That's right. Dan Block, what do you got? I'm, I'm, I'm just absorbing, man. I'm listening. I'm, good, I'm, good. <laughs> I'm listening, man. I'm taking it all in. All right. So, 
I got a question for you, Cannon. Oh. What do you what, what do you do for like like team building? You do lunches, any, anything like that? Just out of curiosity. <clears throat> I'm just a really nice guy. Yeah, you don't have to do that because we, Cannon, we don't really do anything. We don't go, um, you know, I, I don't shut down shop and stuff like that. Um, every once in a while, you know, my guys are health nuts, so they like Subway. I'll buy them Subway and they true a great, again, a great employee is going to truly appreciate that. You know, they're treating that crumb like a feast um, and they're going to truly appreciate it. And our guys do um, where, you know, in the past, and I'm sure you both have had those employees where like, that's it. You're getting me a five dollar foot long. That's it. You got you're making all this money. You know what I'm saying? That's Look, for for me, man. I, I I feel like being real and being just that, just being real is 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 is, is 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 good. I feel like having a ceremony and having a hey, we're gonna have an employee appreciation day. Yeah, that's cool. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, there's times that I want to go and just say. Hey guys, just, we're gonna take a day. And we're gonna shoot some guns, or we're gonna go fishing. I mean, but the other side of that, like, that's not me. I'm a right. work. I'm a workhorse. You know, yep. no, that day comes. That day's on Saturday and Sunday. You right? Right. So, no, I don't. I don't have any interest. I, I, I hate to say it. I really don't. I don't have any interest in like taking a day off and going me. fishing with the team. I just don't. You know. Can't however, the same same way. However, we can frown on it, but look. I am 100% okay. We get back to the shop. You can open my refrigerator. You're probably going to find some cold beer. Hey, did you have a good day at work? Did you did you, did you you do what you're supposed to do? Have a cold beer. You know? Yeah. Uh, that's how we that's how we handle shit here. You know? Mm -hmm. I hate to say it, but that's what we do. Today, we're working on a, on a, on a, on a big fence. Uh, had a huge gate. Had to have six guys there just to have the manpower. You know what I mean? To move these, these 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 things went off without a hitch. We're working. We're tying up a lot of loose ends. There's a barbecue joint, like literally across the parking lot from where we are. I just drive out there and get. Hey, I need seven barbecue sandwiches, seven fries, and seven sweet teas. You know what I mean? I'll do stuff like that. Right. Hey, look, we're gonna do this. We're gonna eat through lunch, or you know, we're gonna have a, a work working lunch type thing. We're gonna stop for ten minutes. We're gonna eat, and boom, we're back at it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, you know, we have a Christmas party every year. Last year, we we did all go to a Mexican restaurant one night. That was kind of cool, a lot of fun, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. Uh, but I will say, we I don't know, I don't. And and I, and I buy I buy my my, my guys freaking pants. Like I want them to look cool. I want right. them to feel good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I buy yep. them stuff. You know what I mean? Um, but they're freaking awesome. I love them. You know. Yep. And I mean that. You know. I'm kind of in the same boat with that man. I'm not. I just. I work too much to go hunting and fishing and right and that's what <clears> we <throat> don't we don't either you know we uh for christmas we like to you know you do christmas like a month early so that christmas bonus is there for them um we bring in uh a photographer and santa claus so the guys want to do christmas pictures and use those pictures for christmas cards they can do that um we do stuff like that and again um it's more mentality of the guys like you know they're doing this for me you know they're grateful for it um, I, I, some guys do, I see it all the time on Instagram and stuff like that. They're taking their guys out. Um, I think my guys would rather probably be, want to be home with their family. Um, and I'd want to be home with my family. Um, so, you know, that's, you know, get in work, work safe, work smart, work efficient, get home to your family as soon as possible. That's our mentality. If we can do that, it's fist bumps on the way out the gate and, you know, everyone's having a great time. Yeah.
Yeah, man. We uh, you know, I got so many di- so many different things going on. I don't have time for all that, but we definitely do the you know buying guys lunches and you know we do the the Christmas parties and the, and the uh, the uh, what do we call it performance bonuses and mm-hmm. we do the, we do the star chart. You know, and any, we get a five star review on your job. You on that job? Everybody gets a gold star. Now that might sound kindergartenish, but I tell you what, man, we got a camera in our uh, in our shed or dry storage, and we got the chart up there. Catch the guys all the time, man. I'm, I'm three stars ahead of you, you know, and, and <laughs> it just it just gives them a a feeling of, of a little bit of competition, you know. Mm-hmm. Team blue, we got team green, and you know which truck are you on? Oh, team green all the way, man. You know, it just it just gets them going, you know. And um, mm-hmm. we find we find that it works right. I got a lot of younger guys, so they're not wanting to go hang out with me and go have a beer or whatever. They want they want to. They want to go clubbing and all that stuff, and they're younger guys, you know. Yeah, I don't have a lot of older guys, so it's a little different for me. My guys don't have families and stuff. If they're wanting to go have fun, they're not wanting their boss to be there. Yeah, so, right. Not at that age. <laughs> all my guys are in their early twenties, except for Terry. You know, Terry's in his mid thirties, early mm-hmm. mid thirties. So they're wanting to not hang out with me. <laughs> So, so Dan Wheeler, in this journey of you're gonna be a fence guy, damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when when did the uh, the podcast come up, and and, and why? How was that? How how was that? Um, what did mom and dad think? Um, you know, so the podcast thing is a quick like ten second story. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I'm just like a I love hearing. Um, people talk business, especially in the trades. Um, it was one winter. We were in the shop. We got like our three pallets of chain link fittings from Helco. So I'm just sorting them in our bins. And I had, uh, um, I'm sure most people know, Stanley Dirt Monkey, like on my phone with the Bluetooth on the speaker. And he was just talking business, like numbers and stuff like that. They kept bringing up uh, like a, a lawn guy with his podcast. So out of curiosity, um, I tuned into that, listened to the business ones, and I was hooked. And then it got me to another lawn guy. Then got me like a hardscape guy. And I kept looking for fence ones. I'm like, man, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. And then a wild hair um, about this time last year, um, I was I was messaging uh, a good buddy of mine on Instagram, Anthony Paxio from JC Fence out of the Boston area. I'm like, dude, what do you think if I did a podcast? And he's like, dude, just do it. And he was the first person I asked. And I'm like, I don't know, man, it's going to be weird. So then uh, I contacted all my lawn and hardscape buddies through mm-hmm. Instagram. Now I have, I've kind of messaged them back and forth. And like, how do I go about this? They hooked me up with Mr. Producer. And he's like, do this, 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 and this. And I did that. It was not easy because I'm not a tech guy. Um, he babies, babied me through that. Um, it was, you know, nerve wracking. Um, I told my parents, you know, my parents didn't know what, my podcast was my dad still doesn't know what it is um but uh but yeah, working, just, right? it's like man it's like it, that felt like yesterday but we're 35 episodes in um it just it's just kind of snowballed and man here you know everyone's season starting to kick off so the movement and the traction right now is just out of control and we're just scratching the surface on this year so well you know canon and i it was weird how this whole thing started man 
Cannon went live on Facebook and in the Fence Professionals Network group. And I'm like, look at this guy. And I saw this little button and it said join Cannon. So I was like, <laughs> Of course you push it. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna mess with him. And I figured he was gonna be like, What's Dan Blanc trying to do? Of I course, can't get rid of him. He was like, Oh, Dan Blanc wants to join in. And mm-hmm. we sat there and talked for like talked an hour and a half. <laughs> and it was just blowing. Everybody was loving it. Yeah. We were having a good time. We were just talking about what was going on in our lives with fence. And here we are. We did that for a while, man. And then but came, like, man, I found this platform we can use. So then we started using this. And that's when we actually started getting recordings and been able to publish things. There's there's nothing out there, guys. So it's you know, there's so many social media things like this, whether it's a podcast or YouTube or whatever it may be, is those fence guys, um, one, I think we're behind times in the social media world. I know we are. Uh, and two, like some of this younger generation's coming up. They want to listen to other fence guys, other stories, anything that can help them better their business in any way, shape, or form, literally anything. That's why I, you know, I listen to a lot of other trades, but if they're talking business, guys, business is business. Mm-hmm. It's just how much you effort you want to apply what they're saying in your business. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just, I don't want to say addicted to that now, but I wake up at 4.30 a.m. and that's when I start podcasts. And I listen to it all day, afternoon, night. Did you um, say 4.30 a.m.? I'm a 4.30 a.m. guy. I, what uh, do you do? I don't know. I, I, I'm that's like my, what do they call it, the REM or whatever? Like, I'm either a 4.30 or I have to get up later. Like, I'm like one of them types. So, but anyways, that's, I'm just addicted to learning and trying to better myself. Um, I'm trying to get into audible books, but they're just so bleh. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It's not yeah. very personable. I can listen to you two guys all day long, Joe Everts all day long, Mark Olson all day long. But when you're listening to someone, it's like the PowerPoint thing, Canon. It's like, oh my mm-hmm. god, it's so hard. You know, have but, you tried listening to business books? I, that's all I listen to. Or I listen, yeah, I listen to everything related to business, nothing, you know, fictional yeah, or whatever. Because I do the audible books with Mike Makakowitz or whatever his name is. Profit first and pumpkin pa- uh, pumpkin plan and all that. I yep. listen to all those, you know. Um, Dan Wheeler, I bet you don't like watching TV either, do you? I don't watch TV. I don't if, know. If any. you do, what are you watching? I watch, dude. I'll be watching YouTube, watching Joe's rerun because I work every Saturday, so I'm watching that. If Mark Olson drops something, that's all. That's it. I don't. Hey, I'm going to be on Joe Everest's show. I need y'all to know about this. That's uh, awesome. Joe's a man. Joe is a man. Listen, listen, listen. We're going to take, uh, what's it called? The fence expert. Live to a whole nother level. Yeah. Um, did you get a chance to do, um, Joe did these little uh, excerpts while we were in uh, April the second. Fence tech. Did you do that? I did. Okay. Oh, I didn't. No, you didn't get to do it. Oh, that's no. right. You were there, huh, Dan? Mm-hmm. It was like one a.m. with all these fence guys from all over the country sitting there drinking beer. And... Yeah, I was like slapping myself to stay awake because that's way yeah. past my bedtime. Yeah, Nathan Downs went upstairs with a couple guys to smoke a cigar and came back down and was like, "I'm ready." It was like <laughs> two o'clock in the morning, and we're like, "Hey, right, yeah, no, next time <laughs> we're going to bed." Yeah. <laughs> Dan Wheeler, a guy that wakes up at four thirty every day. What is your bedtime? Um, I'm in bed at nine, and then mm. you know, 
I'm either falling asleep at 9.30. You know, I'm a melatonin guy, Cannon, because I just, I got melatonin. so much going on up here that I yeah. can't focus enough to go to bed. So I have to take, like, melatonin. I've said that before. Like, that mean, black skin. Am I wrong? What does that mean? What is no, that? No, it's like the little pills you take to fall asleep. makes you sleepy. <laughs> like, I'm the, the melatonin. Yeah, man, I'm the same way. I can't. I'll, I'll lay in bed and. I'm on my phone and, and I'm thinking and then I'm like, all right, I'm going to bed. I lay down and then all yeah. of a sudden I'm grabbing my phone and, you know, my fiance Pepper, she knows what I'm doing. I'm emailing myself something I thought about. Exactly. Yeah. I like inbox. Sleeping you know? is like an inconvenience. I found like, I just, I yeah. have two, you know, I'm right now I'm drinking from a fire hose and Dan last night I was my last email I sent. I was falling asleep as I sent it was to Benji. Like I knew I had to get something out to him. Um, and I appreciate him for taking that and he got a quick response, but you know, and then I was right back at it. You know, sometimes I'm messaging Mr. Producer at four in the morning, four 30 in the morning, I'm getting up, brushing my teeth and, um, you know, he's two hours ahead or hour ahead of me or whatever it is, but it just works out well that way. Like, you know, it, it I don't know. I just yeah. got so much going on up here that it's hard for me to turn it off. Yeah. We went, we went to the horse races, uh, Saturday. So, you know, it was nice. We had VIP, reserved seats. We're on the window. Yeah. Life is great, you know. And my brain is just yeah. still. It wasn't until Sunday before my brain finally stopped and I could relax. Right. And then, so it's like Sunday, 10, 11 o'clock. We then come 3, 4 o'clock on Sunday. I'm like, all right, I got to get, I got to look at the weather. I got to see what's going on. I got to get ready for next week. So I get like yep. six hours of just a little six hour span of, okay, I can relax. You mm -hmm. know, and it's tough, man. And, you know, Cannon, uh, Cannon mentioned this. We just did a webinar with, uh, with, uh, who was on it? Joe Everest, Sean King, yeah. Matt yeah. Warner, and Cannon mentioned on it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. It was, those people were right, but we had a name. Oh, we were the Finch Dream Team, they called us. <laughs> yes. It was, the it, was with it was with Arcsite. The, uh, I need that on the But uh, Yeah, Cannon mentioned something in there, and he said, man, the hardest thing about a fence business is not just finding a mentor and this and that. It's balance and, and, and having and your marriage or your relationship, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, – thinking that what you got going on is more important than what they have going on. Yeah. That's so that's one thing, Dan, like I, I picked up in the, the green industry. There's a, um, this is why I, I like tapping into all industries, but there's a gentleman in Indiana. It's Andy Mulder. He's a big time landscaper, but he kind of set his life up with like, you know, it's no more Saturdays. It's, it's only with his children. Um, and he only runs bids this day and this day at this mm -hmm. time, and this time period. And if you can't, you know, he's well sought, sought out after he is, you know, you know, does really good work. Um, but if you can't fit in them slots, then you're not his customer, period. He's no different um, than the customers. They want to come home at four o'clock and not be bothered. No, be he home. wants to be at home at five o'clock. Kids not be bothered, period. No, I'm not going to come to your house and do an estimate at eight thirty in the summer. Um, just because that's your only free time or the only time you want to be available. It does not work like that. Um, right now, you know, in the spring, like we were talking, we're so busy, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, maybe we do estimates, but maybe we taper that back in the summer. Um, and we, we've talked heavily that we don't want to work Saturdays this year. I don't want to work the guys. 
Um, family is too important, and life is too short. Period. Man, right. So what I found, I don't know what I don't know how hot it gets where you're at, and humidity and so forth. I just know where I'm at. But you know, we work max two Saturdays, and it better be no more than a half a day mm-hmm. during the summer. You know, because look, these guys got stuff to do. If you work them Saturday, especially during the summer, they spend all day just I don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. They don't get anything done. They got to have a day to run around, do their errands and all this, and then a day exactly. to, to spend the next five days out in that heat and humidity and so forth. Wintertime, we'll work Saturdays. We get busy. We'll do that. Um, sometimes we'll rotate. Hey, we got a lot going on. You know, one crew will work a Saturday, one crew will work another. But very rare is it do we do full days on a Saturday during the summer. Right. It it's down to a four-day work week. So, and listen, I, I want to talk about that. That's where we, I want to get to, Cannon. And one quick thing, Dan, is mm-hmm. you, as a business owner um, yourself or Cannon, um, even myself on some days, I can sneak away to get a haircut. I can sneak away and go to the bank and for that one appointment. But can an employee? Most of the times not. A team member can't. They got to have that time. You have to put yourself in their shoes. Like mm-hmm. Joe said on his, his Saturday Live, like you're supporting them because the team members come first and everything else kind of works itself out. Um, but that's just being said. I always say put yourself in their shoes, whether it's pay can you live on that pay that you're paying them? Um, and be like, you know, like you said, time frame, hours. What if you have to get a haircut? What kids, baseball games? They, in my eyes, uh, if one of our our team members' children have a, any sporting event, they better be there. And it's no sweat off our back to let them cut out early or whatever it may be. Got to drive to the job site, whatever. That's absolutely okay, and I won't even question it because. When you have great team members, you don't need to question stuff like that. But, anyways, I just wanted to chime in on that, Dan. We, so, we, did, so- we did that after the storm. We worked every Saturday for six months. But what I did was, is I said, "Look, guys, if you work every Saturday, if you work six days a week, or let me rephrase that, if you work every day that we can work during the week, and you work these Saturdays, I gave them a bonus." Mm-hmm. And we did that for six months. Mardi Gras hit. We cut that out. No more bonuses. No more, you know, um, working Saturdays. Some of the guys, we just rolled the bonus into their pay. They're still getting it, but we're back to working five days a week. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what we did. Oh, Tony's out there. Look, promoting himself. <laughs> <laughs> He's good. Tony's got some good stuff. Hey, so I, I want to talk about the four day work week, and I, I we we still got quite a few people listening. And and this is something, guys. If you've not considered this, you need to consider this. January the first, two thousand and twenty one. So <clears throat> a year plus two months, fourteen months ago. Jackson Vince Company went from what you guys are saying to a four day work week. Stared as hell, we did it, right? Let me tell you about all the benefits of 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 that move. Like this, that that might be the, the the single best thing that we ever did. Period, ever. You know. 
So what what's happening is we 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 we're in a, a, a we're contractors, so we're bidding jobs, right? We're it's almost impossible to bid jobs with the factor of overtime already applied. And if you are, it's hard to win jobs, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and for me, uh, when we work five days a week, there's no damn way we're getting back in every day in eight hours. You know, there's just no way, you know? Yeah, yep. not possible. Yeah, you got an hour in the front end, an hour in the back end. And so what, you got six hours to work, you know? How, how effective is that? Right. Right. But what was happening was we were kind of already working 10 hour days anyways. And then Friday would come over, come over, come around. And guess what? Every single person is in an overtime from the time they get here to the time they leave. And that's the way it was broke down to me. When, 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 when we started doing four days, Sean King said, why would you work five days? If, if you know the fifth day, everybody's on overtime. Oh, we're just, that's just the way it is. You might as well not do those jobs. And when I saw my budget and my breakdown, I was like, damn, you're right. Uh -huh. But there's no reason in doing those jobs and at all. You know, and then not, 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 well, like, there's, there's no reason to do them. In fact, you might even lose money. You know what I mean? Like, that's right. how serious it is, you know? Yeah. And so we made the switch immediately, four days, just like that. So now everybody now has a three day uh, time off period each week. Okay. So, I want to be very clear, and I tell everybody in the front end, like, look, you are not off Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Please understand that. You know, don't go scheduling. You know, well, we're at we're out of town this Friday. You know, no. Well, if you are, you need to have a freaking time off request put in. You know, mm -hmm. because if it rains on Monday, guess what? We now just have to work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and that's the other benefit. Right. Rain almost never affects us. Like we are freaking unstoppable, you know. Like it has to rain three days for it to really mess us up. <laughs> you know what I mean? If it if it if it rains on Monday, we work Tuesday through Friday. If it rains on Monday and Tuesday, we work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I don't like it. Nobody likes it. But guess what? We're contractors, and that's the way it is. You know? Right. That's the way it is. And the great thing is, we push everything back by a day. Sometimes by two days. And it never affects the following week. Mm -hmm. So we're talking, we're, we're in this, you know, this this scheduling system, and we're we're, we're building out these the, these schedules. We we these papers on my wall. This is my budget. I don't. We don't just run around here doing what we want to do. Like no, we have a freaking budget. Like this is not how much I want to do. This is how much we will do. Period. Come hell or high water. That's the way I view that right. kind of. Come hell or high water. Boom. We're gonna do it. You know, yes. and so and, and and we build our schedules to um, make that happen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so 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 four day work weeks. What happens is we get more done. The first year we did it, guess what happened? We doubled our business. We're in year two of doing this, and based on the first year, we're going to triple our business and work in less days. Like mm -hmm. doesn't make sense, right? But it does make sense. It does make sense. Your guys are more rested. They're taking care of stuff during a weekday. And then they have two days in the weekend, usually 48 weeks a year, you know, uh, to, to, to enjoy family and, and, and to have a high quality of life, you know. And, and guess what? That's a damn hard job to leave, you know. Mm -hmm. 
Oh yeah, the factory uh, $2 more an hour, but I'm going to be in the freaking dark away from the sunlight for 12 hours a day. And I'm probably going to have to work Friday, Saturday, you know, that's a hard gig to give up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, what did he say here? Todd says overtime does not cost nearly what you think when you factor in the offsets. I don't know what that means. Offsets. What do you mean offsets? Um, overtime is time and a half, period. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you know, to break that down. It ain't, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know what he's saying hey, there. You've been a job thinking you're going to do it on your regular pay. Then you end well, up that's doing how you bid jobs. That's how you bid jobs. Yeah. And if you do a job in time and a half mode, now, now listen, 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 listen. Again, coming back to this number, these budget sheets here. All right, when we, I listen, I might be an idiot, but I'm aggressive as hell. I said, come hell or high water, we're gonna hit that number every single month. Period. I don't care what happens. Todd says it's a it's one and a half times on your on your cost of goods, and your overhead does not cost anymore. Yeah, I get it. All right, so thanks, Todd. Um, <laughs> so, so, so I will put a crew out on a Friday or Saturday, you know, and, and pay them overtime if I don't like the job. Okay, if I'm again, I'm building this 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 schedule, and the schedule is is geared towards growth. If I don't like the job, yeah, I will pay somebody overtime, time and a half, like Todd said, to go build this fence. Why? Because we only have so many opportunities in a month, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't want to give up an opportunity toward a job that's not necessarily helping us, you know. So when we start this, we have a we have a goal, you know. And they, once I have my goal, the first thing I do is I look at the month and I count how many opportunities do we have. Most months we have forty eight. The way we the way we look at our schedule, we have a a, a four week month, a four week month, and a five week month. All right, so we get some months have 60 opportunities. I love those months, just so you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I take this total and I divide it out by how many opportunities I have. And then immediately, boom, I've got an average. $3,500 a day. That's what no mm -hmm. yep. go unless it's that much or whatever the number is that month. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If something falls in under, I'm first of all, I'm like, hey, sales guy, don't do that no more. Please. <laughs> the opportunities, you know, or hey. Cool, you sold it. That's fine. We'll take care of it on a Friday. You know, one one thing, Cannon. Uh, I like how you talk mm -hmm. when you're like, no matter what, I'm hitting these numbers. Yeah. Cannon, that's like that that drive. I I know that feeling because you know we're about to start our season next year, and I'm gonna hit my I'm gonna hit some chain link stuff. We got a lot sold for chain mm -hmm. link backyard, just normal four or five foot galvanized black vinyl. And I told my mom like I am going to. Dig and set. I'm going to pound the line, set the terminals. I'm going to do five a day, Monday and Tuesday. And Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I'm going to finish those five. Mm -hmm. And the next week, I'm going to do it again. Mm -hmm. And the next week, I'll probably do it again, period. There's nothing stopping me. If it starts raining a little bit, it's going to rain a little bit. We're going to get a little wet. My guys are okay with that. But I have that mentality of I will not stop. Nothing will stop me. Um, my guys are on board. And it's, you know, my mom thinks I'm probably a little on the intense side, but that's just my mentality, Cannon. Like, I want to conquer. I want that drive. You, you can't, I can't harness it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's that spring season. I know the numbers. I know what I want to hit. I know what I want to hit this year. I know the growth I want. I know where I want to grow. Um, and I know how to do it. 
Um, we got some upgraded equipment, all that stuff. Cannon, I, I know your feeling when you're like, when you pointed at that, that paper, like I'm hitting this no matter what. Cannon, that's, I know you're, I know that fire that's burning and it's hard to contain. And uh, I've had a long damn time, man. A long you know, it's, time. Yeah. It's you know, that budget sheet you have there. I have ours. And I go through that in the winter when it's like negative 45 here. And I just look at that and I crunch it and I crunch it again and I crunch it again. I sit on the tool and I crunch it. You know, and, like, and then I break it down by how many days we're going to be able to work and blah, blah, blah. And how many crews and how many guys and what they need to make. And but I know that exact dollar. That's right. Nothing's going to stop me from making it, period. And then we look, when I worked for Lowe's, that wasn't mine. I felt the exact same way about it. Mm -hmm. Okay, I would have five or six departments that I was in charge of at any given time. So store managers, hey, here's your budget. Cool, thank you. Mm -hmm. No difference. Yeah, and guess what? Right. We always freaking hit our plan. You know, yep. Lowe's didn't care you're, about numbers like I care about numbers. You know what I mean? You're uh, not okay with just hit. You know, yeah, we try. Hey, we gave our our uh, college try. You know, no, I'm going to hit that. I don't sure. care if it's my business or not. It's sure. going to happen. Like, and just take the, I don't want to say negative or the naysayers or the whatever. Um, that's just my mentality, Cannon. Um, mm. Is that bad, good? I don't know. That's just how I'm built. Mm. You know, I, I try not to come off as cocky or anything like that, but I just know what I'm going to do and I'm going to do it, period. It's just. Look, Cannon helped me with that. Cannon had this board. I, I got the same board now. And I know exactly what I need to hit every month. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're selling. And we're like, hey, we got to sell this. You need to sell that job. That job's going to put us over the budget. Mm -hmm. you, know? you need to sell it. This is what we got to do. You know, and, and we, we start crunching those numbers. And come the last week, you know, so I tell the guy, you know, I tell Dylan, just because we reach it doesn't mean we get to, all right, we did it this month. No, no. You keep pushing. Yes. Next month you might fall a little short. This month's gonna make up for it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And listen, and and the more you track it, the more you know. Dan, tell me if I'm wrong here. You know how much fence you're putting up every day. What you just said, right? Mm -hmm. We know. We know how much fence we put up every week. So guess what, sales team? Guess what you got to do? Right. You got to meet this number every week. Yeah. Yep. If we put up ten thousand dollars of fence every week, guess what? You got to sell ten thousand dollars of fence every week. Period. I don't mm -hmm. care. You know what I mean? If it's mm -hmm. fifty thousand, it's fifty thousand. If it's a hundred, it's a hundred. You know what I mean? That's how that works. You know what I mean? Yeah. Keep the pipeline flowing. Period. Let me figure out. You know yeah. how? The, you know the numbers. The numbers don't lie. The numbers don't <laughs> yeah. lie. You need that. You got it. I. I that's why I love math. I'm an, a math nerd because the numbers don't lie. That you know they they're there. Um, if you got to hit it, you got to hit it. Otherwise, you're you're taking some from somewhere. I hold that budget up. Hey, if we don't hit that budget, well, guess what? That you yeah, know, uh, something yeah. paid bonus, whatever. Something it's got to come from somewhere. Does um, tax man ain't gonna be like, hey, property taxes, forget them. Uh, last the last six months just because you didn't hit budget. No, that stuff stays there. Money's got to come from somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Look at old fired up or what? <laughs> dude, I'm an intense dude, Cannon. I want to sign some contracts tonight, Dan Wheeler. <laughs> you want to tell everyone? Look at this right here. Look at this. Man, those signs are freaking dope, bro. You okay. got the current side, which I'm very like excited to see. I know that side too well. And then next to it, you've got the collector's item, the one of a kind, never going to be reproduced, original vintage Jackson Fence Company green and yellow circular sign. 
And he's he's practiced that, Dan. Yeah, yeah I think he's practiced that before. <laughs> you got that oh man. Well, look, uh, guys, I've had a long day uh, hanging BA gates. Um, and doing a good job with it. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, I've had a great time talking to you guys, but I'm I'm a little hungry. I haven't ate a whole lot today. I'm hungry too, man. You know what I'm noticing? What in the hell is behind you, Dan Wheeler? What are the folder system? Yeah. Yeah. What is yeah. that? that that's like that's a nightmare. So you know we got vinyl. This is some of them. This is like a third. Are those jobs? These are jobs. Uh, vinyl, um, galvanized chain link, green is wood, orange. I think it's black vinyl. <laughs> Where did this idea play, Dan Wheeler? And then that's ornamental steel. I think blue right here. But um, yeah. So, but we're we're on Job Nimbus. Um, this fold, these folders are now digitized on Job Nimbus. <laughs> I like this Canon guy, Dan. Man, yellow. Man, put my face on his. Uh, Yellow can I go back and forth about this, man? We go back and forth. I'm like, you got job nimbus, but you got all these damn folders on the wall. What are you doing? Green, green always means aluminum. We know this. Okay. Yellow wood, green aluminum. Yellow wood. Green. I don't have to look. I know what these are. Yeah. You hear what I mean? <laughs> and guess what? On the schedule, it. on the schedule, they're the same freaking color. And you talk about culture. Let me tell you, right now I'm behind. I shouldn't even say this. We don't have any Red Bull in the fridge. But listen, this is what we do. <laughs> the guys, they walk in here, okay? This is – you talk about culture and treating your guys good. We have started treating our freaking insiders, I feel like, like rock stars. They walk in. There's a freaking TV on the wall that says, boom, hey, your crew, you're going here. Boom, your crew's going – you know what I mean? And everybody's looking. Everybody's reading. Everybody sees everything they need to know on this one TV screen. And guess what? Everything's color-coded. They're like, oh, okay, I'm going to – Gunnels and it's yellow. They turn the corner on the wall. There's a freaking yellow folder that matches the yellow schedule that says Gunnels. But in between that TV and that wall, there's a refrigerator that's normally, and I gotta do a good job. I gotta do a Sam's Club. That's all it is. Stock completely full with Red Bulls, Monsters, Five Hour Energies, and iced coffees. Take your pick, brother. Take your pick. It's going to be a freaking mm -hmm. awesome day here at Jackson Fence Company. They grab their folder. They got a company cam uh, portfolio that they look at. It's a video walkthrough of the job. So they got it freaking in a freaking folder. They got a video walkthrough of it. So they, they, they've already been there pretty much. And they're enjoying mm -hmm. their Red Bull at, seven, at 6.45 in the morning. They walk outside, they start the truck, they pull it up, they get a forklift, and they, they load up the job that's already been pulled. <laughs> you know what I mean? I and like it. You're set up for success. That uh, that one thing you said about the fridge with Red Bull and stuff, that's <laughs> when people talk about company culture. I don't care how broke your business is or whatever. That's the mm -hmm. easiest thing to do. Have a fridge in your shop with bottled water and whatever. It's that's the right. easiest thing because those are the little things – that, like you said in the morning, man, I'm going to grab me a Red Bull. I was running late. I'm low on cash. Grab a, a drink. Boom. Smile on their face already. So okay. I yeah. say that. That's like the easiest little, like, it's like a low-hanging fruit. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to do. That's my goal this year, man. I'm going to have a yard guy. We're going to have orders pulled where my crews don't have to do that. They just load up. Mm -hmm. Give them a Red Bull on the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Plus, it feels good pushing a, 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 a 
Sam's Club has the biggest carts anyway. Yeah. <laughs> stacked up with Red Bull. And people are like, man, this guy has a problem. You know? <laughs> What's he say? Cannon, you should go in at 445 and load it for them. Oh, look, 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 look. Here's Mike Spencer, one of, one of our own. Just got in, and that has made a ton of difference in implementing those things. Cannon, uh, what you don't see, I know what he's thinking is you need to go to Sam's Club and get some more Red Bulls, please. Sorry, <laughs> Mike. I know we've been out for like a few weeks. Uh, anyways, uh, guys, I've had a great time talking to you guys. I've gotten, gotten, yeah, gotten you know, I got my mojo going on. Alex, hold on. If you guys keep the comments coming, we won't turn it off. It's like an encore. Alex Harris says, just hired our first yard guy, and it's amazing. Alex, you're freaking amazing. Thanks for the comment. I'd be curious to hear what everyone across the industry has to say, what their yard guy does. Do they just pull orders? Do they unload, load? Do they do a little bit of gate stretching? Like the little filler work, I'd be curious to see what they do. Well, look, I'll tell you about ours. We don't have a yard guy. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. We have a Sam, that's a special assignment, Mike. That's the guy that's commenting to you. His name's Mike. We, we call him Sam. <laughs> special assignment, Mike. Is that not cool? I'd like it. And then we have a BJ, who is a freaking just geek, like all the way geek. Like he can do get operators. He can weld as well. He's really smart. Uh, but together, these guys can fix uh, little beavers. They can fix uh, post dryers. They can fix chainsaws. They can weld. And they just make a really good team. You know, mm -hmm. now, they're not always here together. And that's that's the cool thing. We don't lock our people into the shop. Like, no, you know, you're not just gonna be a yard guy here. You're not just gonna be a shop guy here. You know, no, no, nope. I need you to hang that gate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> so uh anyways, that's that's how we handle it. Uh so Mike says I meant the staging, but yeah, he misses the rainbow too. I get it, Mike. <laughs> Keith Pace says, Y'all are great. Uh Keith Pace says, Oh, you just said Robert. Our yard, our our yard guy does, yeah, same same here. So um, that's Sam, special assignment, Mike. If there's a weird thing going on, we usually will dispatch Sam to take care yeah. of it. Nathan Downs, I think the yard guy uh, should at minimum load and unload delivery. Yeah, 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 a thousand. I think. Uh, uh, Mike Davis from Chesterfield Fence. You guys know Mike. Yeah, yeah for sure. He was kind of talking. He had a guy that his guy like owned his yard. Like that was his job. Like and he took pride in it. That's that's like everyone's dream. I think Mike landed a unicorn there. But um, some that comes in like this is my yard. Don't you dare put that one two by four yeah. out of place or upside down. You know what I'm saying? That's uh, that's everyone's dream. I think. I like the guy who goes in there and does the crappiest job, like like cleaning the toilet. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to do that, right? I like the guy that does that, but he does it so well. He walks out and he can say, hey, the toilet's clean, and you can't clean it no better than I just cleaned it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but that's the guy that I like. You know what I mean? Hey, this yard is clean, and you ain't gonna, you, you're not going to organize it no more organized than we have already organized it. Yeah. Not mm -hmm. even try. It's done. You know? Yeah. Love that. Love that. Alex Harris, uh, Tessa Marie says the guy, the guy who is late. <laughs> Tessa, the guy or the girl who's late. Now, come on, it ain't always a guy. Yeah. Sometimes the lady's late. We know this. Alex Ken, Harris, you got a, you got a, you got a uh, lady fetcher on your crew, huh? Sure, we do. Her name Caitlin. Been here for two weeks. 
Working out? She's stronger than you. No, I'm kidding. She's stronger than me, though. <laughs> yeah, she's good, man. She's awesome. <laughs> I don't know. She's awesome. Look, here's the thing, man. Uh, look, Dan Wheeler, I'm, I'm sorry. We're not always PC on this show, mm -hmm. and I don't plan to be, okay? Uh, women, uh, I love women. I think they definitely have a place in fence, and I'm, I'm, I, I want every woman. I think women are, are better than men at most everything. I will say that, right? Here's the cool thing. You put a woman on the fence line, one, I'm just going to say what I feel. Throw the darts, guys. Throw the darts. She's going to work hard to prove herself. Right, mm -hmm. she's a woman. Oh, you can't do this job. This is a man's job. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna work really, really hard to prove that I can. At the same time, the guys who work in front of a woman are gonna work really hard as well, because they don't want to look weak and not good <laughs> in front of a woman. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how do you lose in that situation? You know what I say? Um, sometimes my sister used to help every once in a while, and. Fencing is 90% finesse and 10% muscle. If you can outthink how to do things smarter, uh, fencing's easy. It's easy. Everyone thinks it's, oh, it's this back-breaking work. It is at times, but if you work smarter, not harder, fencing is a 90% finesse, 10% muscle. That's like my go-to phrase. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Look, look at the comments pouring in. I said, we won't log off if y'all start commenting. And look at this. This is cool. Corey Barnes, hey, brother. Another team, but Corey, I love you, dude. Corey's our, our, our up and coming. I uh, guess check this out. Chief freaking benefits officer. I told Corey that I asked Corey, we got to figure out this vacation plan. And you're the guy. You're the guy for the job. So he installs fence here, Jackson Fence, but he's also uh, becoming the, what, what did I say? Chief, C, the CBO. <laughs> CBO. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. What, Dan? You need to calm down. You're just mad because people are liking my comments tonight. He says, I can't. No, I'm, not, man. I'm a little tired. Yeah. You know, I'm a little quiet tonight. I've been burning a candle at both ends since Friday. All right, last comment. JR, when I had my daughter go check on jobs, I noticed the guys, oh my goodness, they keep coming in. Bonnie Wheeler. <laughs> she there? And women can unload a semi. She, she unloads the semi like one time with the Bobcat. And oh. uh, she. Yeah, but then she leaves the forks up and oh my god, you know, she does a good job. She does a good job. Safety, thank you for your dedication to fence and 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 you know, not firing Dan Wheeler, otherwise, we <laughs> might not would have the fence industry podcast. Cannon, she's my assistant oh. at work, okay? At work, she's my assistant. All right, uh. <laughs> what do you call her mom at work? What do you call her? Yeah, mom. So we've been working from home for, you know, Kate Kirsten's been with me two years in April. Well, today was the first day she actually had to get up and come to an office. So I put on Facebook last night, y'all welcome <laughs> Kirsten to the, to the fence cane. It's going to be her first day in the office. <laughs> her friends were like, what the hell's going on? 